Another Yes. I love that one. Let's go. Okay. Uh, last time we were all at the table, uh, some stuff happened. Um, just a quick update on Sir Lauren. Uh, Sir Lauren, you um, are traveling through the Underdark currently with um, two drow. Uh, one of them is called Al, belovedly. And the other one is called, I forgot her name, help me out. Uh, I've heard that. It's right here. I changed notebooks once again, so I don't have that, that one. Daryl? Is it Daryl? Daryl, yeah. No. Uh, Hane. Hane, yeah. Hane Holland. Right? Hane Holland. Members of the, they're part of the group that's known as the Dark Hunters, right? And uh, as you were um, leaving with your life <laughs> barely um, from the Purple Worm um, Nursery, um, you found out that they are members, or at least Al is a member of the, uh, the Bregan Darth, um, a group that you belong to as well, led by Jarlaxle, and you all are heading to Menzel Baranzen. The other crew, the ones who accidentally teleported um, to a place called the Filth Riddens, um, decided to help out um, the people there, Grisha and uh, a guy named Wally, by going on a sort of um, hunting mission taking out tons of gnolls. Um, you all killed fucking boatloads of gnolls. Caliban in particular had a fireball uh, fiasco. And how many did you kill? I don't know, 30? Fuck them. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> waves and waves and waves of gnolls. He has a little thing, a, a death count. I did have a kill count, just for last session. Um, and then uh, you went beyond there. Um, at one point, unfortunately, oh, it was in that same battle, actually, that uh, both Yinagu and Baphomet showed up. Baphomet then possessed um, uh, Rostos, Rostos is a son of Baphomet, and commanded him to find the maze engine and take it back from Yinagu. Yinagu had ordered a Nalfeshni to guard it. You all scared the Nalfeshni off. He was not too interested in fighting you all. Um, and then going up to the maze engine. Um, oh, I should mention you met some Modrons along the way, too. They were dancing and marching and stuff. Yep. Very cute. The Great March they were on. Well. So much, so I thought. They said that. Um, and so you all got to the maze engine. It seemed to be malfunctioning and going fucking nutsos. If I remember correctly, you all caused it to shoot out sparks everywhere. Oh, um, yeah. TJ, Rostos, you rolled insanely hot, and what you did was you expelled all creatures from an extra, all extra planar creatures within a certain radius back to their original realm. So you heard the screams of both Baphomet and Yanagu cry out, um, and then suddenly be sucked away. Got, got a few madnesses, too. Juicy XP from that, though. Mm -hmm. um, Doing it right. Oh, you got some madnesses. You got rid of two demon lords. Oh, I'm sorry, point baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, you know, didn't want to go down this way. So then the maze engine on Kratz's roll. Not good. Uh, hit an Perfect. interesting one that landed you all back in Velkin Velve with uh, the original prisoners. And. You all were back in time, kind of looking at yourselves. Eventually, a deity, something, stepped in and said, you're not supposed to be here, but I will allow you to go back to any moment within your collective memories for 10 minutes um, to change whatever you deem necessary to be changed. Um, and that is where we will begin tonight, is we will begin in the White Void. And you all are, I shouldn't say standing. Let's go with floating. I like floating a lot. And, and when we looked at our past selves, they were, it was a, it was like frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing was moving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you see standing before you the character that I presented there. Um, it is a woman who is um, about 15 feet tall in front of you. She's very tall. She has very, very long uh, dark hair and she is uh, wearing robes of white and sort of magenta with accents of gold. Her eyes are closed and she has a jewel hanging down on her forehead 
and she is making a sort of um, saintly-like pose with her fingers. Um, and she's standing there floating in front of you as well. She's much taller than you. She told you last time she's not going to tell you who she is, but she is offering you to go back to a point in the past. And she will say to you, Travelers, where do you wish to go? When do you wish to go? Where can we go back to? Your collective memories. Listen, I have only experienced one half of this journey with you all. My collective memories does not share anything before you return to the above ground. You all have much more to sift through to decide. I don't know how this traveling through time could work, but... Or back to the beginning, but... I wonder if we could save some of those who have fallen. Juniper. You want to go back to the Star Thrusters? To the prison that we were all... I don't, together. I don't know there's the egg giving it back or that was a big decision or uh, saving Howie you lost Howie in the tomb of Heim from Nico's journal you lost Nico in the battle with the Gorgon this Blingdon stone we could even save maybe Nico from giving himself up with a deal with the tourist the deal was made after the egg was given. To be honest, I do not understand too much about how this uh, business might work out, but at this point, I do not believe Nico's soul could be saved regardless of what we do. <laughs> Should maybe... Uh, what if we have this list, we have this plan, this ring, directions, components, Calavan, you have that journal. Uh, what if we did go to the beginning? Tried to sway our team, the Howling Dark. Perhaps influence them to start what we are finishing right now. What if we got the jump? Rostos, for once, I think that you might actually have uh, been stupefied back around into saying something intelligent. So set them on our path, just give them a head start. Sure, but it might be dangerous. Or by dangerous, I mean I was very hard-headed. I hated Drow then, but uh, Drow will be important to this. Convincing Nico or even Jin of what's to happen or that we are to be a team might be difficult. But uh, you have those notes from my old companion, yes? Uh, yes, I transcribed much of Nico's journal in my own journal. I could lend the pages to them, I wonder rip them if out. That could help persuade their choices or show some direction. You are closer to Nico than I was, Juniper. I don't know. They could uh, hear their words or not, but it's uh, worth a try. And, uh, you know, maybe. Along the way, we might get some uh, catharsis out of murdering that. Uh, what if we stop Blingdon Stone from happening, maybe? Or at least give them the upper hand? I just kind of want to murder Ivara. I, uh, without her on our back, we could get them started on this journey much sooner. You all told me that every step of your journey, initially, she was, she was hounding at your heels, yes? The dispatch of elite warriors and mages. Yeah. She, at the beginning, when we were freed, was fighting demons. Perhaps while she is preoccupied, we could preoccupy her as well. I'd love to slice her. She brought many of my friends away from me. Changed Farkas's face while she was following us. Aligned us with the tourist. We needed his help. And what of the tourist? What do you say to them? I say to convince we... them not to go down that road. Ah, do I warn them of their deaths? That we are fighting them as demons? 
Sometimes sharing too much can do the opposite of what you intend. He will be noted in the notes you have. Nico had a, quite a love for him. I trust all this to you. You know these people and iterations of yourselves better than anyone else could. Sure, but me dum-dum now. I don't know how to make sure it's okay. Yes, or how to us, persuade. Trust us in your brief spit of uh, higher reasoning or maybe idiot savantness that you have occurred recently. We'll leave the decision up to you. You talk to this giant lady in front of us. Let her know what is going on. And if it comes to a fight, I'm somewhat depleted but always ready. I... Second what Juniper says, Rostos. Uh, lady here, we've been fighting demons before we got here. Is there a way you could, perchance, help my friend here feel more replenished? If there was a way no. while we are here. No, okay. Well, Calavana, is there anything you can do for yourself that could help? Yes. I am ready to go, as I said. Just those big boy spells won't be there like in the Inagu fight. Sure, of course. Listen, uh, there will be a woman there with a staff. You may have seen her Nico's notes. There are tentacles on it. She must perish. There's even a... Someone, some friend of her, or someone working under her, we might be able to persuade to help us, Juniper. Jorel? Jorl? Joel? What was their name? It is a Jorel, I'm pretty sure. But uh, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Just... Right, uh, then we go before the breakout, before the demons come, to at least give them the information. Tell them what will happen. What do you think? Would that be the best chance? Good enough with me. You talk to the, uh, talk to her. Tell her what we want. That thing. Yes, uh, miss. I yes. Like I like your hair. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to go back to the day we were freed. Or at least by freed, I mean. That Jin, not Juniper, grabbed the keys. To and the prison us. of Valkenvelf. When to you the were all there. Yes, but uh, is, day of the breakout. Am I able to pinpoint an exact moment in a me my memory? Sure. So uh, it would be about five minutes before that happened, or maybe something like that. Okay. Before the keys were grabbed and the demons came in there. Okay. Uh, maybe have your pages ready to be ripped out, Caliban. He rips them out and hands them to Rastos. The ones relevant to Nico's journal, the, the transcribed version of Nico's journal. Sure. Uh, uh, let me just stretch. Juniper, what if you gave Dro that blade? Duh, yeah. He'd probably use it better than I can. Don't like this thing too much. He's trying to boss me around. I might give Rastos Flamenzunga right off the bat. Caliban will look at his hand. This may be even better than both of those. The Graven Hollow Ring. Perhaps we entrust it to Nico. Give him some direction. I believe Nico went by them. Give it to them. But to Nico. We trust you, Rostos. Go ahead and make the call. It is that moment, your grace, that we wish to return to. Very well. Oh! So be it. And she brings her hands together, and you all just see nothing but white surround you for a while. It feels kind of warm, and then it begins to get very cold and moist as you all are sort of sucked from light, from whiteness, and then just through a gray scale into darkness, into a spiraling black void. Smash cut over to Sir Lauren. Oh, Come on. You guys are fucking crazy. Oh. <clears throat> Sir Lauren, um, you are currently traveling with your two um, survivors. Two <laughs> hey, 
two survivors. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I forgot to show you all the white lady. That's what she looks like. Oh, that's cool. Is that like a, um, never mind. Like she looks like she's from Suikoden. She's from Suikoden. <laughs> <laughs> never played the game, I'm just going to assume. Yeah. Um, you are walking down through the tunnels of the Underdark with Alistine, we'll call Al, and Hane. Um, and it's been kind of low-key as of now. You're both, or all three of you are fairly good at traversing the Underdark. Um, I imagine that uh, nothing has happened for a while. So if you want to choose uh, to do like some short rest, if you want to suggest a long rest, you can. Um, I want to leave it up to you as to how you're traveling through this and what you're sort of... They're going to defer to you. Um, mainly because you saved their asses. And guess what? You're also a PC. So I'm going to put the decision <laughs> in your hands. Uh, likely no long rest. Probably short resting. Uh, fairly. Go ahead and roll up for that. You can burn short rest. As, many, as many as you need to. Go ahead and add um, that to your HP. You know, at least, at least get at least a day's movement away from where we were. We are carrying a purple worm egg too. So yeah. definitely pushing as hard as we can. So I'd say short rest. It is very heavy. It's 200 pounds. Um, yeah. It's very, very, very dense. Um, and you all, it's mostly you and Alistine um, carrying it, uh, pulling it along even uh, with the, the webbing, that the net that they had earlier. Um, and then Hane's sort of scouting up in front of you, uh, making sure that nothing's coming. And she's very skillful at what she does, you can tell. Um, if not a bit naive, that's fair to say about her. But yeah, you go ahead and um, add what you need to to your HP in terms of your uh, short uh, short rest. And you, correct me if I'm wrong, you are heading to Menzo Baranza in the City of Spiders, correct? Sure am. Alright. Um, <clears throat> Hane is going to just come back. She's like, nothing's ahead. Um, what's our plan when we go to Menzo Baranza. I haven't been back there in a long time. We'll be meeting, we'll be meeting Jalaxo of House Banner. Is that a good idea? Yes. Uh, Alistine is like nodding back there. He's he's agreeing with you um, that this is the best. This is the way. <laughs> this is the path that <laughs> you all should take. This is the way. Hane is gonna say, "I've I've heard about the Bainras, but I've never I've never met one." She's going to do the thing where she puts both arms behind her head, you know what I mean, with her elbows out, sort of. She's like, geez, that sure would be neat to meet a Bainra. <laughs> She's from an anime. Yes. Yeah. Take your pick. Um, okay, uh, and you all travel forth uh, a little bit further. It's been... Um, One week? No, 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 Jesus, no. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it's been um, nearing a day, and you all are getting quite tired. Um, you can continue on, you can do what you want, but it, you're, you're several, you know you're several days away from Menzo Baranza, right? It's a long journey there, um, but you are getting sort of tired. Okay. Uh, you are in the standard Underdark, uh, you know, caverns. Yes. Nothing of complete interest. I can describe the cavern to you, but nothing of absolute interest sticks out to you here. Gotcha. <laughs> Let's see here. That'd be a pretty dick move if I just did that by myself, so I won't do that. I was gonna melt into stone and just sleep for eight hours <laughs> with a ritual cat, <laughs> but I shouldn't do that. I mean, if you want to lose the guaranteed, lose the worm egg, sure. <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, Again, probably look for somewhere where uh, an overhang of rocks, somewhere we could dip out of sight for if we were even planning on resting. Okay, go ahead and roll a survival check. Alrighty. 18. Okay, yeah, you find pretty much uh, a good enough spot that you're looking for that seems to be this, like, kind of offshoot of a cavern, right, that's just, like, away from, like, the main area that one could travel in. It's just kind of, like, a smaller cave. Does that work for you? Yeah. Um, and they pull the egg in there, and uh, they ask you, uh, Hana asks you, are we camping out here? This is the best I've got. All right. Who's taking first watch? I will. You sure? You look like shit. 
I feel like shit. Why? Okay. Well, how about I take it? You look like fucking awful. You look terrible. You look like a turd. You look like a purple worm turd. <laughs> yes. Yes, I suppose I do. You suppose you look like a purple worm turd? Yes. A perp turd? A purd? <sighs> Are you okay to be awake for a little bit longer then? I'm fine. Are you sure? Listen. I don't want to go to sleep right now. Then you can take first watch. Just don't let your mind wander too far. I won't. And um, you all begin to take a, a long rest? Yep, I suppose so. Yep. I'll sit up against the egg. Otherwise, you're going to get to it. pretty tie-tie. <laughs> you and Al take a long rest. Um, and you can go ahead and have the full benefits of a long rest, Jesse. Um, but towards the end of the long rest, towards the tail end of it, Honey's going to uh, run up to you, and she's going to say, Sir Lauren, Sir Lauren. I'll wake up. What? Something, something's happening. Do you hear that? And when she wakes you up, you just hear a... Don't make a noise. Okay. I'll listen for this thing. Well... The, these how things, close how close it would many be. many many different voices um they're it's coming down the cavern probably towards us though yeah moving towards us uh it's not moving I was just shouting from one direction yep well when you say it you're talking about the whole cacophony right yes there's many voices involved in this all right sorry I didn't I, I don't have uh the guy from police academy to do all this stuff <laughs> Like I forgot about that guy. Like I guess yeah, yeah. Winslow something. Yeah, I think so. Lewis something. Um, and uh, yeah, they're they're it's coming from a ways down. You can't exactly uh, pinpoint how far away. Then let's move and let's move quickly. But that's the way we have to go. <sighs> Do you want to double back towards the worm writhings? Not at all. Stay behind me then. Okay. Both are you are you dothing your armor? Yes. Okay. Donning it. I'm wearing it. Okay, sorry, sorry. Donning. Yes. There we go. That's what I meant. Uh okay. You can lead the way. They're right behind you, both Al and Hane. Alright, we'll continue on slowly. Uh, not moving with a lot of speed, trying, trying to keep quiet. Yeah, quiet, make you know? a stealth save. Ah! Disadvantage, baby. A disadvantage? You're wearing armor. Yeah, but I have a cloak that gives me advantage. And it's a straight roll, uh -huh. baby. Nice. Good job, guys. Not great. Oh, no. That's a uh, 11. <laughs> yeah, so they rolled a collective 11 as well. Ooh. So as you are walking towards this uh, cavern... Uh, do you have any light source right now? Yes, I do. I have light. Cast on my shield, like always. Okay. So you have light cast on your shield. You're getting closer, and you hear the sounds of something with giant jaws feasting. Right? Um, and it sounds like there's two things feasting um, on these uh, bodies. Uh, as you get closer... They continue to feast, and they seem to not really pay too much attention to the noise that you, you're making in your heavy armor or the fact that Hane kind of stepped on this pile of rocks. God. You get closer, and what you see with your sort of... what kind of I picture your lights being kind of like blue and whitish, sort of. Yeah. From your shield. Yeah, purpley. Yeah. Purpley, bluish, whitish. Oh, yeah. You see a couple of corpses that look like these tiny dragon-looking figures. Right? <laughs> One might call them kobolds, if you know what those are. Right? Um, and then standing over one of the kobolds with its back next to you looks like this mound of red fur. Right? And seems to have these humanoid hands with these red, uh, yellow bracelets wrapped around it that's just feasting on them. And there's another one of these large, eight feet tall mounds of animal almost like simeon looking you know what i mean 
ape-like, yeah. one might say, um, feasting on another kobold-looking thing. You can tell, though, these things have already, like, some of them have, one of them has spears sticking out of it. One of them has a basket on its head that has centipedes crawling out of it and biting itself, or biting the actual uh, ape-like creature, right? Um, one of them has its uh, foot stuck in a bee's nest, and it's getting stung constantly by bees. <laughs> Um, and you can tell that they were fighting these things for a little bit, but they are feasting harshly. Basically, the scene looks as such. Their backs are to you, though. Oh, nice. That looks sick. Oh, my God. These things are big. <laughs> yeah, they're about eight giant. feet tall, but Why they are everything... fucking wide mountains of muscle. Why is everything so giant? I like the dead bodies. <laughs> Of the kobolds? The splats of the blood. The splats of blood. Be careful. Those things look like they would love some fucking eggs for a snack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you left the snack. The snack. The, the, snack. Egg. <laughs> the snack. Yeah, I left the snack back I'm there. assuming you left my snack back in the cave? Or yeah. did you bring it? Okay. Yeah, probably like a little bit behind where we you're going to sure. not fight with this thing in our hands. Uh, shit. They feast. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon. All your support helps. Buy sick merch at wearatstudios.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Look at our Facebook and Twitch. Subscribe to our YouTube to see what we do behind the scenes. We're at Studios and Stress Super Cool. Yeah! One of them stops and scratches its butt and then sniffs his hand and then continues to eat the kobold. No. It's not sanitary. They've also got kind of like blue skin that you can see like on their hands and on their feet. You can't quite see the front of them. Oh, man. Would I recognize what these creatures are? I mean, how much do you know about demonology, motherfucker? Not much at all, so never mind. Well, I'll tell you this. You haven't seen these before. Oh, boy. So that I wouldn't recognize them as underdark creatures. Oh, at least I'd at least okay. I'd know the difference. That between you don't that. even have to fucking roll on. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hell no. These dude. things are not do not belong in this place. I mean, you can reasonably <laughs> assume these are demons. Okay. <laughs> Look at that nice red hair they have. All right. Well, you would know what kobolds are. Yes. Shitty little things, lizards. Where did you get these tokens from? All right, that's a conversation for not on air. They're so <laughs> cool. Let's see then. I will. I'll look back at Hane and L. They're kind of right behind you. I'll say you know, thumbs up or thumbs down on attacking them. <laughs> um, they're both gonna shrug simultaneously. All right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Shit. Then I will. Oh boy. I will. Well, what do I want to cast? I will cast a spell. <laughs> Depending on. Hug Demon. Hug Demon, yes. I will cast. That could be a big help. Okay, I will cast. Uh, I will cast uh, fifth level dispel evil and good on myself. What? Wait, you cast what? Dispel evil and good. Oh, dispel evil and good. I heard just evil and good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fifth level spells. That. So yeah, yeah. Shimmering, like, shimmering energy surrounds me and protects me from fey undead and creatures originating from beyond the material plane. For the duration, Celestials, Elementals, Fae, Fiends, and Undead have disadvantage on attack rolls against me. All right. That and, sounds like it works. And then I can end the spell early and cause different things. One of the things is dismissal where I send them back to where they came from. This shimmering uh, sort of veil goes over you and covers your body, and it lets forth this sort of shh and sort of light reflects, and these two um, Barlguras are going to turn around and go, and start beating their chests like crazy ape creatures. And we're going to roll for initiative. Hooray. Fuck. Making sure. 
Okay. Um, so the Vile Girls are moving towards you now, uh, Sir Lauren and your party. We're going to start off with Al, and I'm giving TJ control of Al, being as he did such a good job last time. He is controlling Al, a member of the Brigandareth and a member of the Dark Hunters. Al, your move. So right after Sir Lauren looks behind uh, for what to do, Al nods towards him, pulls out a hand crossbow, puts a bolt inside, and takes a, a hit at the uh, for a... 16 to hit one of them. Alright, 16 hits. Wow, okay. They're big. They're big in red and blue and yellow. It has to make a con saving throw as it takes 7 damage. Sick. Ooh. Um, So you shoot it with a little bit of poi poi on it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a 9. So it is actually poison for one hour. Sick. Uh, Shoot the top one or the bottom one? I'm going to shoot the top one. Okay. Cool. And then... I get two, I can make two short sword attacks, so I think only one hand crossbow attack, so I'll stay where I am. Al looks around at the battlefield and just moves back five feet, loading another bolt. Okay. It is the Balgaro's turn, the one on the bottom. He is going to begin running and then leap forward 20 feet through the air. Cool. In this, like, rage, and he is going to try to slam down you. You know exactly the type of attack I'm going yeah, for, right? Yeah, double-fisted. Double-fisted. Monkey blast. Donkey, monkey yeah. donkey blast. Kongs. Absolutely. <laughs> but I get disadvantage, right? What? Disadvantage on this attack? You sure do. All right. So he is going to attack with disadvantage with his fist. Um, so he swings uh, and comes down uh, with a 10. I imagine that does not hit you. It does not. You easily sidestep it. You see it coming from a mile away. And in fact, you see kind of like this, I don't know, you can predict where he's going with it. It's a big monkey jumping at you. It's pretty easy, and you can get that evil sense coming at you. You have no problem sidestepping it. He then uh, is mad about that and reaches back and tries to hit you again, and he misses again with a 14. However, he's getting mad now. He's going to go, I don't know what monkeys sound like, or big apes, and he's going to bite you uh, with disadvantage as well. 16 hit you? Nope. All right. God damn. Yep. He, he tries to go at you, and at this time, you can tell it's going to hit your arm as you put your arm up, but your spell just stops his jaws right around your arm. It just kind of pushes him back a little bit. And it is Lauren Rocktiller's turn. All right. Uh, yeah, fuck. Do I want to blow this off right now? No, I'm going to wait because it's too strong right now. Shoot your shot, boy. I will blow uh, it up. Blow it up. No, I'm not going to blow it up right now. I need it. Uh, since the other Vulgar is standing over there, I will fourth level cast Animate Dead on the three bodies behind it and raise three zombies from the ground and I'll have the zombies swarm and start attacking it. Negro. Okay. Negro. So I have the zombie stat block right here. So they will all swing. I'll just roll. So that's a 17. 17 plus... Three, so twenty-one for them to hit. Okay. All right, so three kobold zombies come alive, and uh, you direct them with your mind to attack the Barlgura who's standing closer to the corpses, away from uh, your party currently. One of them rises up and looks around at the other ones with spears, and they say, "Have at them, boys!" <laughs> and they go to town and start stabbing them. And you said, "What was the hit?" So the first one was uh, seventeen. Uh, AC fifteen. Tell me how many so, times. Okay, you hit. so one hit and one crit. All right. Oh, their icons are cool, too. So that is uh, seven damage from one and uh, three damage from the other. All right. So ten total. They, they're going, you know what they're going for? Nice. Ankles and knees, yeah. baby. Ankles and knees, because that's about all they can reach. They're about two feet to three feet tall. Um, but yeah, they're they're stabbing in their ball girls like, <gasps> um, Very, very good. That's my turn. All right. It is now um, Hane's turn. Don't worry. Hane so, is being played by Elliot. Oh, that's me. Um, and he's going to play the part of Hane. Don't worry, so Lauren Hane is on it. And she'll turn around and just point at an area that's going to get both uh, Balguras and all of the zombies and cast Fairy Fire on all of them. All right, so deck saving throws all around. Oh, boy. Jesse, can you make those for the cult, for the bolds, please? You got it. And I'll make them for the, the barrels, please. 
Um, I got a 9 and a 13. Do I fail on both? Uh, 9 fails, 13 saves. So DC is 12. So the far one saves, uh, the close one fails. I got a 15, 13, and 7. Uh, 7 fails and 15 and 13 save. Okay. Uh, I think that's your turn. Yeah, and then she'll just pose like a magical girl. All right. Really bringing out the, the anime. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. I forgive you. Uh, the bottle girl that's further back is going to uh, attack. Um, he's going to try to bite the um, the kobolds closest to him. And he hits, and he hits, and he hits. Oh, God. Okay. He uh, <laughs> bites one of their... He turns and goes... <gasps> and bites one of their heads off, right? His head just comes clean fucking off. Absolutely gone. He was it a dead. Was it a crit or a... Was it a critical hit? It wasn't a critical hit. Then I get to... How much damage did it take? Because I can roll and see if it doesn't die because he's a zombie. Uh, it, oh, okay, cool. Sick. Uh, it did 15 damage. 15 damage? That one dies. Okay. <laughs> the next one gets hit, and he's going to take nine damage. He doesn't die. Nope, but 22 um, he gets hit, hit 22 real hit fucking points. hard. Um, and then uh, the last one does get hit as well. He takes 10 damage. Do you want to roll for that one? Oh, wait. So the first one did 15? Yeah. Oh, they have, we have twenty. They have twenty-two damage hit points, so they're all the zombies. Do? Yeah. Zombies oh, I'm sorry. I, I was looking at a kobold. Okay, oh, yeah. my bad. My bad. My bad. And then, uh, what was the third one? Yep. Yep. So, uh, so then the third one's ten damage. So they're ten. still up. My bad. Okay. My bad. I was looking at a totally different stat block. So they're all still up. Oh, they're so cute. And that spins the turn. It's back to Al. Al, your turn. Uh, Al puts his crossbow on his little side holster, pulls out his uh, short sword and runs up and will attack this thing in the face with two short swords as the kobolds are attacking it with a a miss and a hit. Yep. Uh, And that is boom, boom. Four. I don't know if you can see the damage. Eight damage. Yep. As he tries stabbing it twice. Do you want to make a uh, con save? Nope. Okay. Very cool. Oh, uh, but you take poison damage on top of it, if that is important. Yeah, totally. Be, it would be 11 poison Yeah, it's a lot of damage. Hell yeah. Very, very <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, he's pretty fucking poisoned now, man. He's taking a lot of poison. Um, very, very good. It is the bottle girl that's closer to you. He's going to attack Al with all three attacks with disadvantage. Twenty, twenty, twenty-one. <laughs> so the first twenty, I will parry. Okay. And uh, add three to my AC. So. Uh, what does that put you at? Uh, twenty-one. Okay. So the first one misses. Yeah. Uh, you are still going to take twenty damage, as he uh, bites your shoulder a little bit and then gives you a good gut punch, right? A little poof, right in your right in your your wide stomach. You sure. drow, you. How much um, damage is that? For? Twenty. Uh, Lauren Rocktiller is your turn once again. <clears throat> All right. Did the zombies it. attack on your turn? Uh, yes. Okay. So they will continue since I already gave them their, uh, their, what their mission to do is. Yep. They'll just keep doing it until it finishes. Go ahead and roll with that. All right. I'll roll them. That's a 19, 15, and a 8. Roll for da- uh, two damage, two hits to so, uh, get the damage for two of them. Uh, 11 damage total. Oh God. Okay. All right, they're still stabbing away at the knees and the, you know, the um, the ankles. <clears throat> then I will turn to the one that's now attacking us and up in our face. And uh, I will attempt to banish him back to his realm. Go oh, oh yeah. shit, great plan. <laughs> so what do you, describe this. This is a cool moment. Describe so, uh, it. So I raise it and the, the glowing around me moves to the end you of my, what? my Warhammer. Mm-hmm. And so the glowing goes to the tip of it. And it starts crackling and fissuring the sky with, you know, purple radiant energy. And I'll smash it into it, and that is a 24 to hit. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so now it takes damage, but then it also uh, has to roll a charisma save to see if it's banished or oh, not to its home fuck. plane. Great first two rounds. And someone has an ability check. You can fail it, DM. You suck. <laughs> you want me to roll with your dice? Yeah. No, no, I'm talking about the one that... The Kratzy dice? I got an 11. 11? So as it crashes into it, you see a void rip open behind it, 
and it gets sucked back into its realm as you see like the hells behind it and it gets pulled back yep. in. Yeah, you see uh, not the hells, we see yeah, the, the abyss, which the abyss. is way more confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just like an upside down world uh, that is, you know, water on the sky and just a writhing ocean of fucking bug legs. And he is reached back into it. And he goes, <laughs> and he is gone. Very yeah. good. Uh, then, uh, since it was an attack and I am within range. I will war cleric uh, charge the other one and bonus action melee attack against the Ah, the, other the war one. cleric shit. Hell yeah. That is a 15 hit. That hits. Do your damage. That's one. So that's uh, four regular damage and seven radiant damage. Describe your kill. Oh, oh man! Once again, since I'm my first, uh, it becomes radiant since of the cleric thing. I will smash into it like right in the. I guess I'm not tall enough to hit his head. No. So maybe the lower spine. Just sure. Warhammer right in the lower spine, cracking its lower like lower back. Yeah, it's not pretty or cool. You just shattered a monkey's spine. And he falls <laughs> over dead. It's not. It's just not pretty. Uh, he falls on one of the kobolds and it dies too, right in front of it. Um, as he falls over, and there, that one is the corpse is right in front of you. Um, and yeah, you are out of combat. And uh, Hani's gonna say, "Hey, not bad, pretty cool." And then she's gonna spin around her uh, her short sword and put it in her holster, <laughs> and then pose and do a peace sign towards the. Uh, Fuck towards yeah! <laughs> it's just Elliot. I'm just eating this shit up <laughs> so bad. Um, Al's gonna say I nod or Al nods for Al sure. Al nods. That's what I was gonna say too. <laughs> TJ nods too. <laughs> yeah, t- Al nods. Um, I'll first cast Cure Wounds on Al since he took some damage. That's eight to eight health. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. 59. I'm getting jealous, dude. This is like Lauren's new crew. Then, uh, <laughs> this is bullshit. Fifty nine <laughs> HP. Then I'll say no reason to let good bodies go to waste. And I'll cast Fourth Level Animate Dead again. <laughs> To have three more zombies raised from the ground in addition to the one still alive. Okay, so you're not going to be able to raise the, uh, um, the Barulgura. <laughs> okay. Only because that is an abyssal being. Yeah, It yeah. immediately starts to sink into the ground and go back to the abyss. Okay. Like, when a demon dies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I will count it. If you want to put that at a lower level. Okay. Um, and, uh, raise up those, uh, some more kobolds, there's enough... However you want to raise, however many you want to raise, how many can you raise? Uh, I can raise really as many as I have spell slots for, but then at the end of the day, I either have to like kill them before they all start turning because I can you, only. I'm gonna give you five. <laughs> okay. All right. So you have five kobolds. One of them, um, he is holding um, a stick with a scorpion on it. Yes. He oh, has God. a uh, flask of acid. He has. Um, well, he. He also has strapped to his back what looks like a cage holding a skunk in it. Um, and he also, Sounds you can smart. tell there's something really stinks beyond the skunk. Something smells worse. He has a pot that's tied to his uh, hip that just smells horrible. And it's just bad. It's just bad soup. Ugh. When a demon dies, do you like, does it look like molten lava look like yellow and red and hands pull it down or just... Oh, crack opens up. No, no, no. It's just like it like sinks into the ground. It depends on the demon too. Like you all operated on that one so quickly, you pulled the heart out of it. You know. What about um, these ones? What they they like? just sort of like slowly sinking into the ground, just kind of like turn into dirt almost. Yeah, but like with a black sort of ichor around it, sort of going. The body does the body turn? Yeah, it's slowly turning into like this ichor, like almost like rotting right before your eyes, very rapidly sinking downward. Cool. Like, you know, have you ever seen those, like, sped up rotting videos of yes. animals? Yep. Oh, yeah. Like that, except also sinking downwards with a bunch of black. Is it, is it like, weird, too, because it's, like, oh my God. seeps into the ground, but when you touch it, it's not weird. <laughs> yes, it's weird. It's a demon going back to the abyss, so it's very weird. Hey, I'm just trying. I'm just joking. Okay, I'll force, the, uh, I'll force the zombies, then, to carry the egg. They pick up the egg, and, uh, and they and also, struggle. And also, We're going to have to uh, do a strength saving throw on this bad boy. And I also forgot that uh, we also have the body of uh, the sister. With us as well, Thora. Thora. No, Thora was with the uh, gauntlet. Yeah, the one, the one that uh, saved my life, because I, I said I was going to attempt to resurrect her when we got oh, back. Oh, Ilmarin. 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 There we go. Ilmarin. Okay. So you guys right. got a lot of shit with you. I'll have the zombies go to carry the egg. 
You know, we're really struggling pulling that through the underdark. They got 13 strength. We're going to have to Oh, okay. No, I'm saying before, prior to the battle. 200-pound egg, 200-pound person. Yeah. We'll oh. hand wave it. They're like ants, you know, all together. What the not, fuck are you talking the, about? It's not the conversation at all. <laughs> I can carry plenty. Um, <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. Um, so they will carry the body. You all will carry the egg. How's that? Yeah. Okay. Your zombies will carry the body. Um, okay, Sir Lauren, we are going to have you travel all the way up to one of the gates of the City of Spiders. We, we, I'm probably looking for that, the hidden entrance that I'm supposed to be going in and out so through. Before you get there, yeah. Al is going to say, all right, this is what I think we should do. And he holds a black velvet bag up. Oh. <laughs> And he's like, I think we should put this on your head. Oh, I remember this. Right. <laughs> is this okay? Yes, I, I know how it works. Hane is going to be like, I don't know how it works. This is new to me. And then she's going to give you the peace sign. <laughs> um, and she's going to be like, Hane, cut that shit out. This is going to be serious. We're going to pretend like he's our slave. We'll take him to a guy that it's a long time that you met. And she's going to say, who would that be? He's going to say, our good friend Jarlaxle, Bane, leader of the Bragan Dareth. And so they're going to put the bed. He's going to look at you. He's like, is this okay? Yep, I'll already be putting on the manacles <laughs> without, like, you know, really tight, you know? But okay. I'll be putting those on. Always ready. He's going to put <laughs> He's gonna put that on you. Uh, you all are going to march up to one of the gates, and they're going to say, what the hell? Um, you're going to hear some uh, some arrows fire. And you hear all your zombies die. Yep, that's fine. Um, but then you hear Al explaining, no, it's fine. It's fine. They were just merely carrying, you know, and he explains everything. He says, this is the prisoner that we've captured. We are to be taken here. And they pick up the body of uh, Ilmrin, and you hear the familiar sound of uh, one of the gates of Menzel Baranza being cracked wide open into the city of spiders. You've never seen this, by the way. Uh, you've only been dragged here yeah. either unconscious <laughs> or blinded. So you don't know what these gates... You, you've seen them, but you've never seen them open up to the city in its full. I've only been shot out in front of them. <laughs> yeah. And you are led <laughs> down into um, some area that you are not sure of. Okay? That is fine. We will smash cut. Yes. To a familiar scene. Oh my God. Uh, to my players, our players here, only talked um, about. <laughs> that is uh, Velkenville. And where you all find yourself is you find yourself in a very, very crowded cell. Oh my god. Before <laughs> we get Jesus to. Christ. <laughs> oh my god. This is gonna Before be we get to you all materializing Sick. into this. Uh, <laughs> yes, the old icons. This is fucked. Oh, no. Sorry. Howie. There is a... <laughs> <laughs> there is a... Dugout cavern that is, again, nothing special. About uh, 15 by 25 feet wide. And a ragtag group of... Um, I wouldn't even say adventurers, honestly. I'd just say group of beings, humanoids, really, kind of surrounding the walls, sitting in their respective corners. Some of them are interacting with each other. Some of them are not. Um, you have in one corner a uh, unsuspecting morel-type mushroom. Uh, one might know him as Stool. No, I forgot about him. <laughs> How? He's good. You see two uh, neblins who have more hair than usual, and they're staying away from everybody, and they're sort of like just kind of like eyeballing everyone else shifty-like. Uh, they would be Topsy and Turvy. Yes. Um, you see a Quagoth who is wearing a fancy collar, like a, a gold sort of collar, and he's he's trying to strike <laughs> oh, yeah. up conversation with whoever, and he seems to have this like high elven accent, which makes no sense because Quagoths aren't supposed to be able to talk. You see um, Jimjar, familiar friend of the party, and he is talking to a large orc. Um, who is a, uh, yeah, large orc with a, a long black ponytail. And you can tell Jim Jar's trying to get him to take a bet about two spiders racing up a wall. 
You see a red-haired dwarven lady known as, oh, sorry, that orc could be called Bront. Um, you see a red-haired uh, dwarven lady who seems to be kind of looking around, um, not necessarily worriedly, but she just is taking in everything, trying to figure out where, uh, where she's at and what's going on. Um, she's not wearing any armor, but she seems to be kind of standing upright very proudly. You see an old uh, Kuatoa, uh, who just seems to be meditating in the corner. Um, this would be... Oh, sorry, that last... Uh, that dwarf would be Eldith Feldrun. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kuatoa, towards the south side, he's kind of meditating against the wall. That would be Shushar the Awakened. Oh, he's no. making bubbly noises like... There is a drow, actually in this drowish area, in this prison... Um, who is sitting in a corner by himself, and he's scratching his head for some reason. Uh, this would be Sereth Gazekeret. And then off near the front gate, there is um, a Darrow, which is sort of the between Sferfneblin and, and, and uh, Dwergar type of creature who is holding a staff, and he has... Um, Know, uh, white hair going in all different directions with a beard, and he seems to be muttering to himself very quickly in some language you all can't understand. In addition, you see... Oh my god, there's so many people in this fucking prison. <laughs> um, again, you are in a prison. Uh, or that's, that's the scene right now. Um, there is a, a gate clearly installed in the front, uh, very well... Uh, <laughs> what the gate. fuck? There is a um, blonde dwarf, not a dwergar, but a dwarf, and he is seems to be kind of resplendent in his outfit, and he's over there saying things like, Hey, how are you all doing today? Um, you see a minotaur barbarian who uh, is just wearing rags, and it is, in fact, uh, a... Rostos, um, but without any um, weapons, and one might say he's a bit, uh, a bit skinnier and a bit less scarred up than he once was. You see, uh, standing next to Rostos and kind of even puffing his chest out a little bit, another uh, Drow who has long white hair and uh, it does not have any Drowish armor or any weapons, but he seems to be very well put together. He seems to be challenging Rastos as to what's going on. Oh my god, we still got more people to go. You see a Yuan T who is trying to find something to write with. Uh, they can't help but find something to mark down what is happening around them. Um, they seem to be of the wizardly nature as they're looking into different uh, aspects of what's going on. This would be, um, to those of you who know, this would be Nico. And they are um, searching for something right There is also a... Uh, oh, my God. This a, is so cool. <laughs> a wood elf who is um, less put together than Juniper, as they are not... They don't have any other stuff put... Uh, but they are, they are a little bit more smiling, a little bit more happy-go-lucky, one might say, um, as they're sort of interested in what Nico is doing and taking... Um, some sort of uh, interest in that. There are a lot of people in this prison. Outside of this prison, you see that there are two distinct uh, elite drow warriors. One of them has a, uh, a face that is sort of um, malformed. One might say burnt off, one might say burnt with some sort of ooze or something like that. And they are standing out fr- outside of the gate, and they're kind of looking in. They're shaking their heads at what a weird fucking group of humanoids we have. Slowly in the middle of the room, amongst this sort of commotion, this talking, it's not a lot of commotion, but you know, there's a few conversations here and there going on. Slowly, in the shape of a minotaur barbarian, in the shape of a uh, wood elf rogue assassin, in the shape of a tiefling wizard. This white light takes your outline and then slowly puts you into this very cell. You have traveled back months and months and months and months into the past, and you are back where it all began in the prison of Valkenvelv. And you see this very scene around you as all these people watch you materialize before their eyes in the middle of this cell. 
Uh, the two drow outside do not notice it, and they actually walk off on their watches. And you all have ten minutes. Hello, everyone. Well, nice to see you all again. Rastos, Dro, Nico, Howie, Stool, Ginger, and Jin, Eldrith, ah, even the young prince, uh, Derendel. We come from the future. We are you. Uh, Dro, Rastos, we have not much time but ten minutes to help you. Things are about to get crazy. Uh, I, I look at them, what happens? They're just blinking and looking at you. All right. All right. I'm just going to do this now because there isn't much time. You all form a team together here in the Underdark. You try getting out. Rastos, you want to be free. Uh, holy shit, this is crazy. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to make you believe me, but in a couple of minutes, there will be demons out front, and you will have a chance to escape, and we're going to help you. You'll be trailed by Drow. Uh, Rastos, I know you don't trust Dro over here next to you, but you will become a Brils. As I look at Dro, uh, and I go, Dro, you are here. I don't mean to spoil the fun, but for your disbelievement in, uh, uh, Loth, you form a friendship with them. Nico, here for uh, killing your master and escaping to the Underdark, captured alone, running through Stool. You are here for fleeing Neverlight Grove. For you, the new uh, people worshiping another mushroom person, that of the Zucked. I won't finish that sentence for everybody else, but there's a great march either way, and Jimja, that's really Garo Glittergold, everyone. Keep him around. He's great. Now look at Jim Jar. What does he do? <laughs> Raise an eyebrow at you. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, it's true. Now, I think that guy's really a prince, but either way, and Jin, <laughs> this is your other self, Juniper, from the future. We're here. Everyone bring your arms here, and I will cut them free with my axe. Um, they all, like, kind of look at each other in different ways. But hey, when you're promising freeing them from their manacles, they're all about that. I, I swipe them all with Flamenzunga. I go, all right, this is where it gets crazy. I know you guys want to escape. I know what you want. Nico, I know you want to plan all this shit down here, get super powerful, Dro, whatever. The de- <laughs> there are going to be demons here that we're about to fight in a couple of minutes. But the most important thing is we must vanquish the demons. We have a spell we are completing in the future. This, Caliban, pull out the ring. This leads you to a library, Nico, of great information of the past, future, and present. With it, you will know everything that we have done already. You can see what happens to you. Caliban, rip out the pages of the book. These are your notes. This is what happened to us. And I hand him the notes from uh, Caliban's book of Nico's journal transcribed. Uh, I look at Rastos and Dro. Don't worry, things are coming your way as well, but you must band together. You must complete this quest. Things are gonna get crazy. Stool, we will need you. How and how he's gonna say, hey, what about me over there? You got anything about me? You are very important. <laughs> you are very important. This, this axe here is how you come in, your most important thing, but maybe we can save you. Rastos. <laughs> Listen, either way, we're about to f- go fight some demons. To the left, you must run. Your items are held. No just, one will be there. Just want all of you to know that there is an elevator down that way. It will get overweight of too many if you climb on it at once, and it might explode at the bottom. Uh, that's what happened last time. Also, some of you died, so be very careful. Yes. Also, draw East, dear, get over here right now. I need to talk to you. Uh, hey, just so you know, uh, what the big one says, he's not an idiot. It's true. Trust him a lot. Also, Jesse, do you remember this part of Chrono Trigger? Yes, I do. <laughs> also, uh, when you leave here, if you get down to the bottom, uh, you know, take everyone that's useful with you. Uh, there's also go to the north, not to the west. If you see anything that happens, like if you read the notes, uh, you know, just take note of it. Be a little bit better than we were. It sucked. Uh, also, uh, you know, maybe head to Menzo and don't do anything else. Here's a, a big old sword. Here you go. It might help you. 
Yes, Blade, shut the fuck up. I don't like you. Draw will be nice with you. Here, take it. Also, here's a potion of climbing. To another elf. With whom I can conquer. He I... says to you and you only. Oh, no. Yes, he's... <laughs> All right. I, I spin around the room. I go, there's someone, the tourist. Do not trust him, Nico. He is in your notes. Here. Do not trust him. Yeah, kind of he an is asshole. the fall of you, Andro. Oh, also, if you get to Minto Barint and uh, make friends with some Duragar, there's like a Hemet and a Lauren. And uh, yeah, uh, oh, wait, there's also a, what's their family called? Oh, Banner, House Banner. Be friends with him. Your decisions are your own, but we fight for the freedom of the Underdark and possibly the material plane. What you do will dictate the freedom and future of all. See you later. We got to go kill this bitch. Uh, We're about bitch. to free you all here. And I go up to the front door. Bash it open. I bash it open. All right, roll an attack. Uh, I guess it's plus nine, so uh, 17. You crush it open. Uh, I look at everyone. And I go, good luck. We'll see you in the future. Cast oh. mage armor myself. Don't make the wrong choice. I look back. Stuhl, make sure they look for torch stocks. Collect them all. If you go to Blingdenstone, set up a bomb in the main area before Blingdenstone. The giant space around it. Never forget. Set this up in case you are followed by Drow. Drow. Uh, For listeners, just so you all know, I have a timer going that they're watching too. All right. Let's do this thing. Rastos Targrul! All right. um, And I I rage Flamenzunga goes on. Yep. You rage Flamenzunga goes on. And... uh, just around this time that you say this and you've crushed it, the two uh, Shore and Jorlin are walking back up and they're saying, what the fuck? Let's go ahead and roll initiative. 